Come on. The time is right. The time is now. Welcome to Lifeblood. Be well and welcome our guest, the strong and powerful Megan Hempel. Welcome, Megan. Thank you for having me. Yeah, super excited to have you. Megan is a recovering fitness and food addict. She is a TBI survivor, a mother, a health and lifestyle coach, a certified personal trainer, certified firefighter, an advanced EMT, and a primal health coach. Again, excited to have you on, Megan. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. All right. So my story is pretty lengthy. I'll try and keep it as short as possible. Um, but long story short, I was diagnosed uh, with OCD as a young child. I struggled with OCD, anxiety, depression, uh, was placed on medications for 17 years. Um, so when I decided to get off of those, I went through about five years of psychiatric drug withdrawal. In the midst of this, I suffered with um, a really bad eating disorder that stems back to being placed on medications. Um, so it was binge eating, food addiction, um, bulimia. Um, and then as I was overcoming the struggles of that, I, um, was in the, I'm a fire or was in the fire service and I had a bad accident that took my, um, my career from me, uh, landing on my head and suffering from a mild traumatic brain injury that wasn't very mild. So, um, in the grand scheme of things, um, fitness and nutrition have always been a big part of my life. Uh, but when my accident happened, that's when I dialed in that much harder, um, with nutrition, which led me to where I'm at today. That was a, a really rough period of time. Megan. Uh, it was basically my whole life. <laughs> right. It's like I'm smiling and I, I, I kind of want to laugh because it's so awful. Yeah, it was awful. And uh, that's why I said my story is pretty lengthy. So I tried to keep it as quick as possible. But that's pretty much it um, in a nutshell. I mean, I started to dial into my nutrition a couple months before my accident because my uh, eating disorder was so bad. And I knew that I was eventually going to die hmm. if I didn't do anything about it. And then my accident happened, which was like made me go into it that much deeper. Um, and it's changed my life. It's changed my family's life. It's changing my client's life. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at today. I am now health coaching other individuals to, um, live a better life. Yeah. Well, I'd certainly appreciate that. So talking about healing ourselves, having, having physical, uh, if it's an eating disorder, having anxiety and 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 depression, how are how are you dealing with those now? Um, I am where I've never thought I would be. Um, so, eighty percent of Americans have some sort of metabolic dysfunction. One in four Americans have gut disease, and I believe I'm not a doctor, but I'm living proof that you can transform your life through nutrition. And I believe that the foods that we are eating are destroying our health. And if our gut health is uh, suffering, everything else is going to be suffering. So if we can work on healing our guts, I believe that we can heal other issues that we may be suffering with. So for instance, somebody like me who suffered with anxiety and depression and OCD, um, 
and was medicated for 17 years and I am no longer medicated. I mean, that, that speaks for itself right there. Yeah. I think many people, um, don't want to give up the things that are hurting them. And that can be a hard pill to swallow. Um, but I always tell my clients, you know, do you want to sacri- like make a sacrifice, right? Um, giving up short-term highs for long-term success, if it means you get your life back, why wouldn't you do that? And the answer is it's, 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 it's fear, it's, right. it's shame, it's ego. Correct. And this is the thing. So I um, actually, I enrolled in a food addiction course um, during my eating disorder recovery. And we talked about the stages of grieving, like an alcoholic, right? Or any kind of addict, you go through the stages of grieving. And let me tell you, um, it's hard and you do grieve to know that you have to give up certain things for a better quality of life. It's hard and it's not easy. But if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. That is, this is something that I think a lot about and, and I write about, I talk about is essentially what you're talking about, but just doing it from a financial standpoint. If I'm in debt, if, if, if I'm broke and I'm just, I'm carrying on this, this, this illusion of having a great life, how am I able to make those changes? And to, I, I hadn't really thought about that you need to help people go through the stages of actual grief because that is what's happening. It is. It is happening. Um, but once you get to the other side, so when you're at rock bottom, um, some people have a light bulb go off and they're like, oh, wow, like I got to do something. And other people don't. And the ones that do have the light bulb go off, I, I call us the lucky ones. Um, and if there's a will, there is always a way. I think a lot of people, you know, will say, oh, I can't afford to eat healthy. Um, well, can you afford to be sick? And right. that's what's going to happen. Our choices that we make today are a result of wh- where we're going to be when we're 40, 50, 60, or 70. Those choices begin right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a that. That, that, that's a powerful statement. I, I, I can't afford to be healthy. Um, do is, is there also something of, of people just aren't valuing themselves? So uh, I think that's, I think there's definitely um, something right there. Absolutely. I will say this before I, I'm a single mom. Okay. I've been on welfare. I have been on food stamps. I know what it's like to have, nothing. But like I said, where there's a will, there's a way. So for me, uh, making an investment in myself, it's almost like psychological, right? Like if you want something, you can have it, but you got to figure it out and you got to do the work to get there. And so I remember enrolling in the food addiction course and that was $250. It was an eight week program. And that was a lot of money for me at the time. Um, and now I look back and I'm like $250 for an eight week program. That's like, Oh my gosh, so cheap. And guess what? It changed my life for forever. So when people are willing to invest in themselves, I almost think, it 
it helps them because, okay, I got to get my money's worth. So if you're investing in yourself, chances are you're going to do the work opposed to if someone's helping you out for free, like, eh, you're probably going to blow it off a little more. Um, and in terms of eating healthy too, I always like to, cause in, in, I have a three month program basically health coaching program. And I really, <clears throat> with my clients, I have them work on, um, their behavior, and uh, their patterns and their cycles with food. And I really try to have them shift their perspective when it comes with food. And I say, okay, look at this food. Is it hurting you or is it helping you? Is it nourishing you or is it, is it destroying you? And, you know, diet culture talks about food freedom. And that can look like, that can look different for everyone. And a lot of people would look at, uh, because I am a ketogenic, ketogenic based, a lot of people would look at this lifestyle as restrictive. I disagree with that statement because once you learn to give up foods that are hurting you or stealing your peace, that's freedom right there. I couldn't agree more. It's, it's, it's just getting over that hump, right? It's, it's, it's recognizing and hopefully people don't have to hit rock bottom. Right. Right. Uh, but a lot of the right. time they do. I I, I want to circle back just really quickly. You talked about how 88% of us have some kind of a metabolic condition and that one in four of us have some kind of a gut disorder. Uh, I, I don't know that people understand or I really fully understand that the impact that that has on every aspect of life. Right. So um, whether that's high blood pressure, um, um insulin resistance, type two diabetes. Um, if you're overweight, those are all signs of some sort of metabolic dysfunction. So something's not working right. Um, and then gut disease. So leaky gut syndrome, basically. So what that is in a nutshell is basically tiny little holes in your intestinal lining. And so what's happening is when you're eating food, the food that you are not absorbing is now being infiltrated into your bloodstream, which is toxic. So there you could possibly have, it could be crossing the blood-brain barrier, um, chronic inflammation throughout the body. The leaky gut is contributing to autoimmune issues. It's, it's, it's messy. So basically, if we can restore our gut health, we can potentially restore our lives. Got it. Yeah. So it's more than just having having a a, a, a big belly, a beer belly. Right. If, if 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 I'm a guy or wherever you carry your weight as as a man or a woman, it's way right. more than that. And you can look, you could look physically fit because you have these people. They call them skinny fat, right? <laughs> so basically, you could be skinny, right? But be extremely metabolically unhealthy because you have those people who can be, you know, 125 pounds, not working out, look ridiculously good, but still eat like trash um, and not be healthy, but may look it. So. Yeah, right. So shifting perspective on food. That's, I mean, that that's that's no small feat, right? Because food, obviously, it's part of our everyday lives and has been for as long as we've been human beings. And we do our things, and food represents different stuff for different people. Um, 
so how 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 do you help people go through that process? Yeah. So basically, um, so my program is basically my clients have unlimited text message access to me. So our culture is built literally around food. Everything we do, oh, there's a birthday party, a graduation, a holiday, an anniversary. What do we do? We celebrate with food. So I really have them work on their their triggers. So um, for me personally, that was big, big functions. That's when I would want to go ham and eat everything. Well, guess what? Those happen all the time. Right. So going in with a plan um, and being aware of what foods you know you can't touch. You have people who are abstainers, and then you have people who are moderators. And the people who must abstain, like, you can't have, if one cookie, if you know you have one cookie, it's probably gonna throw you off, right? But some people can have one cookie and it's just okay. So it's really working through these things and being like, okay, do you think you're a moderator or do you think you are an abstainer? And if you say you're an abstainer, then guess what? You got to start looking at those things as toxic to you and poison to you. And I know that sounds pretty rigid, but at the end of the day, it is poison to you because guess what? You could potentially give yourself insulin resistance or type 2 diabetes down the road if you don't figure out your stuff when it comes to sugar. Um, along with if you are living a ketogenic lifestyle or you want to live the ketogenic lifestyle, it's not like any other diet. And I don't like calling it diet because at the end of the day, it truly is a lifestyle. This is the way our ancestors ate, okay? They were eating meat and fat, and they would eat fruits and veggies when they could find them. They were not touching processed foods because they did not exist. So basically, what happens is, is you are trying to retrain your body to become fat adapted. So that means you're trying to teach your body to run off of fat for fuel, okay? Most of us, have spent the majority of our lives running off of carbohydrates and glucose, okay? So if you are trying to transition into fat adaptation, if you're eating ketogenic Monday through Friday and then you're derailing on the weekends, guess what? You are wasting your time and you are never going to transition. Um, so at the end of the day, when my clients are put into a situation where, where there is you know, temptations, I have them use the method HALT, which is you slow down and you ask yourself, am I hungry? Am I anxious? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Or uh, am I tired? Because so many of us will just eat because it's it, we're bored or it's something, not because we're hungry. I'll also have them say, look at the food and slow down and say, okay, is this hurting me? Or is this healing me? Is this aligning with my my health and fitness goals and and where I want to go? Um, so I really just try and have them slow down. And if they are in a pinch, text me and I help coach you through it. Nice, I I, I appreciate that very much. I was I was curious about um, just helping people to recognize when 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 and how if how and when they're triggered by things that will then lead them to certain activities. And so the halt acronym i think is very very helpful i think that that i tend just personally to 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 eat 
incorrectly when I am tired. That that's that yeah. is that is my part of that. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if I'm an abstain an, an abstainer or 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 a moderator. Um, I'll have to dig a little bit deeper into that one. So all right. <laughs> if I give you a piece of pizza, can you have one, or do you eat the whole pizza? Oh, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever tried to just eat one piece of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a different example. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm gonna see if I can go. Well, you got something to think about now. Yeah, I, I will. <laughs> can I just have one piece of pizza? Is is, <laughs> is that possible? I love it. Well, Megan, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? All right. So um, at the end of the day, so many of us um, want to lose weight, right? It's all about the weight loss. I want you to start chasing health. Chase health. Have that be your main focus, and the rest will follow. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come up. Come on. Start chasing health instead of just losing weight or whatever it might be. I love it. Well, Megan, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? So I am most active on Megan.Alice, M-E-G-H-A-N-N dot Alice. Um, Instagram, I'm posting, you know, food stuff, uh, fitness stuff, facts, all of that jazz. Or you can find me on my website at www www.brainbodyandbeyondllc.com Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Megan your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Find Megan on Instagram at megan.alice. It's M-E-G-H-A-N-N dot Alice, A-L-I-C-E. And give us the website one more time, Megan. Brainbodyandbeyondllc.com Perfect. Well, thanks again, Megan. Thank you so much. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.